I'm not sure if you've noticed, but right now people are talking on social media, specifically TikTok, about friend demotions. And since we like to stay at the forefront of conversation about women's platonic relationships, I knew we had to speak on this issue. So in this episode, we're going to break down exactly what friend demotions are, whether or not they're healthy and helpful, and how to know whether or not it's something that's appropriate for you and any of your current friendship transition issues. So before we kind of jump into to exploring all of that, I want to play for you a clip from the original video that I think prompted a lot of the current discussion. I think we should normalize demoting friends. So quick to be like, oh my god, they're my best friend, we're so tight. What happens when it goes backwards? I'm not gonna lie, I've had a hard time dealing with friends who used to show up a certain way and now aren't showing up in my life the way I would want a friend to. I feel like I'm too old to have like a friendship breakup or like fight with someone over this. People go through phases and eras in their life and you never know when they might come back into yours. For the time being, instead of just like cutting them off or creating a whole thing about it, just demote them. You don't have to be your go-to person anymore, but they could just be like a friend or an acquaintance. That way you stop expecting from them this high standard of friendship that you think they should be doing and you stop like resenting them for not achieving that. And instead, you fill that gap with people that can. Now, I'm not a fan of the term friend emotions because... One, it kind of centers you and it sounds like a business transactional situation and it puts you in like the superior position of authority where you're downgrading people. And, you know, friendship that's supposed to be something of, you know, a peer relationship and one of mutual affection reciprocity. It just doesn't seem to align. But while I am maybe not fond of the language, I'm a big fan of the concept. If you've been disappointed by a friend one too many times, you might mentally alter the set of expectations that you've designed for this friend over time. I refer to it as recategorization, okay? Either way, it's all this differentiated language to speak to the idea of mentally recategorizing how you see a friend and then by extension what you expect from her. So it can be helpful to alter your expectations and use this as a strategy that can be an alternative to just cutting off anybody who lets you down. But there's a right and a wrong way to do friend emotions. So today I'm going to explain three things you have to keep in mind if you do think that this strategy is good for you. And I'll let you decide if it's something that would probably make your situation better. And then as always, I want you to hang tight to the very end of the episode to get your homework for the week. So let's get into it. This is Friend Forward, the podcast. And if you're having girl problems, I got you. I'm your host, Danielle Byer Jackson, a friendship coach, speaker, and author. And when it comes to the joys, complexities, and misconceptions surrounding female friendship, I am here to help you through it. So, when it comes to this whole friend emotion concept, I've noticed two people who tend to reach for this particular strategy right away. The first is the person who is hypersensitive to being hurt and she's doing this in an effort to protect herself. So perhaps you notice a shift in your friend's behavior. It seems like she's withdrawing and before she has a chance to release you, you need to do something to have a sense of control over the situation and protect yourself. This happens before talking to our friend or oftentimes instead of 
talking to our friend and communicating. We just put ourselves in a position of authority to make a decision and we decide to protect ourselves by mentally demoting her. Another woman, I, I another type of woman I notice who jumps for this strategy right away is sometimes the woman who is maybe a little controlling in the first place. <laughs> um, guilty, guilty. I'm going to own it, right? And it is torture to you to sit in a place of the unknown, to not know what to make of her withdrawing or disappointing you or acting differently and showing up differently. You don't know what to make of it and you don't like not knowing. So you got to do something. You got to take the reins and make something happen because you don't want to be um, at the mercy of her whims or so it feels. But there's a right and a wrong way to go about this. I'm going to give you three things you should not do. The first is do not sit there and hand out demerits before engaging in curiosity. This is what I mean. You would be surprised how much you learned if you got curious about what might be happening on the other side. It's an exercise in humility because it acknowledges I don't know everything. So I understand that your friend might be disappointing you and it's agonizing to be in a space sometimes where there's a huge gap between what you want and what you're getting. That That's where disappointment lives, right? And so you might think, gosh, she didn't show up and she should have done all these things and she's failing to do that. I can't believe she'd do that. And then we take certain words or behaviors that we observe from her and we take them as evidence that she's being a bad friend. This is a great alternative to silently tallying offenses and giving our friend access to all of the information that we're sometimes using to secretly penalize her. And then she doesn't know why we changed up on her, but we didn't communicate it. Okay, again, whole chapter on communicating expectations in the book. I don't mean, I mean, let me just say, by the way, because if you, I know you listen, I know you listen to the podcast religiously. Okay. And so you're like, God, she mentions this book every week. And you know, that TikTok trend that's like, um, prepare to be sick of me, prepare to be sick of me. (laughs) That's me. Okay. You can, you can prepare for a year and a half of this because this is, um, one of the greatest blessings I've received. And I want to share it. I want to share it. Okay. So let me have this. Um, but I plan on unpacking this a little more fully in the book, but research tells us that women tend to have higher expectations than men in both their romantic and platonic relationships. I can't wait to outline a lot of that interesting research for you, but we have to consider the implications there. Does that mean we're always setting ourselves up to be disappointed in some way? Now it's not my position to tell you your expectations are too high too low I mean that's always going to be I I have no say over that and that's going to fluctuate you get you get to say but once you determine a gap between what you want and what you're getting just ask yourself have I communicated what I'm looking for and have I gotten curious with what's going on with her before I decide I'm going to start treating her differently and expecting less from her I'm just saying the second thing you don't want to do when you decide you're going to do a a mental a friend emotion is to announce it to other people. Now, I don't know the details of your your friendships and whether you guys have mutual friends or not, or if it's even going to come up. But I want you to consider your objective if you were to loudly broadcast. Yeah, I had to give her a demotion. I mean, I don't know that you talk like that. I don't know. That's the voice in my head of the person doing it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so what what would be the purpose in telling other people? If we were keeping it real with ourselves, 
Are you doing it in, with secret hopes that it'll get around to her? Does it make you feel better to let people know that you took control of the situation so that you won't be played by your friend? That you won't be taken advantage of? I mean, really, what would be the point in announcing it? And what would be the tone with which you share it with the friend? Should you choose that as appropriate or helpful for whatever reason? Something to consider. And then finally, don't be passive aggressive with it. And first, let me say, I'm, I'm talking to myself as well. Okay, so I shouldn't be saying like I'm preaching to you. Don't be passive aggressive. If you're trying to communicate with certain words and behaviors, like after you do this mental adjustment and you're doing things to your friend or not doing things with your friend, withholding silent treatment or making some like little snarky remarks. And I love some good snark, but come on. If you're doing that because you are trying to communicate subtext that lets her know you see her differently and she's been demoted then the demotion was more about punishment than self-preservation. You should be, if you opt to do the strategy, you should be doing the mental demotion or what I, I prefer to call like recategorization because you want to almost buffer yourself against the pain of constant disappointment, but you still see value in this relationship. Sometimes, depending on how you do it, this mental adjustment might allow you to enjoy more satisfaction in the friendship. Because if I put my expectations on level seven and she's constantly hitting a level seven, then she's fulfilled it by 100%. Instead of having her hit a level seven out of my, you know, level 10 expectations, and now there's like a 30% gap. And I'm going to stop right there because sometimes the math ain't mathin' when I do do numbers. So I'm going to stop. Okay, you get the gist. Could you experience more fulfillment in your friendship if you just adjusted what you expect? And I sometimes hesitate to give specific examples because everybody's different. We have different thresholds, um, desires, needs, and expectations. But maybe you expected that phone call every day and that hasn't happened. Instead of associating with it, oh, I guess she's changed. I guess she doesn't value me the same. I guess she's too busy for me. Could it be, okay, I guess maybe our phone calls are going to, you know, every week. Or maybe she hasn't showed up the last couple times to things that you invited her to. Instead of thinking, oh, she switched up on me. What's that supposed to mean? Okay, well, you know what? I don't expect her to show up anymore. Or I don't expect her to maybe come through for me in that way without being jaded, without being cynical. But, you know, insert your own example here. Okay? If you still see value in the relationship, this might be what would be necessary to maintain the friendship. And the last one I want to make here is that, remember, this is always fluid. This is so fluid. It doesn't have to be permanent. Maybe in this season in her life, after you do step one, because I know you're going to do that, right? And get curious and talk to her um, before switching up your attitude toward her, okay? It might be seasonal. We're not robots, okay? Maybe there's something going on right now where she can't. She really doesn't have it to give. And can I be okay with that? Instead of penalizing her for not being consistent as if it's like a work shift that she needs to be clocking into every day consistently, Something to consider. Everybody's different. But I, as always, I always say pocket this option in, in your, you know, in your toolkit as something that you might want to pull out to apply to a particular situation if it helps you with your, your mental health and with the overall satisfaction in your relationship. Okay? So, as your new official friendship coach, here's your homework. Listen closely. I want you to consider a friend who's recently let you down for whatever reason. And I want you to do two things. 
One, prepare questions that you have for her the next time you see her. Let me be clear. This doesn't mean that you're going to accuse her the next time you see her. You'll tell on yourself if you've already drawn conclusions, it'll show in your line of questioning. So just being like, man, I was, I gotta tell you, I was, I was disappointed not to see you on Friday because I was really looking forward to, to having you there with me. What's going on? Everything good? That's me being curious. That's not me saying like, yeah, I thought you were going to be there on Friday. So I don't know. It was kind of messed up. Where were you? Two different tones. One invites you to, to share with me what's going on and it acknowledges I don't know everything. The other demands you justify your absence. They're two different things. So the first thing, if a friend's been disappointing you, is to come up with some questions for her. If that conversation doesn't go well, or if it reveals to you that things have shifted in the friendship, it's evolved in a certain way, but you still have value, then figure out how you want to adjust your expectations. I encourage you to do that. I think it'll help you not only save your sanity, but it might help you to salvage uh, a relationship that you value. So if this is something that you are still struggling with, or you want like personal feedback for your very personal situation, and you're like, Danielle, you don't know the details, like this situation's different. I would love to hear the details. Our coaching sessions currently are 75 minutes. We really get comfortable and settle in and get into it. And I'd love to talk to you. I'm um, talking to you is my favorite thing. And I would love to see you. You can schedule that over at betterfemalefriendships.com slash services. I'd love to get you in the books. And until then, you know that I will be right here rooting for you always on your ongoing journey toward better female friendships. Until next time.